Thunder Sports Network. It's your host, Chris Brown, along with my coaches and partner in goodness, not in crime, but in goodness, in crime fighting. I'm going to say that, Rich, partner in crime fighting. Yeah. Rich Hall. That sounds good, Chris. That sounds good. What color cape do I get to wear? Or is it my choice? It's your choice. What color cape does Thor wear? I think uh, Thor has a little blue-red action going on. So I think uh, we'll go with that, man. It'll match with my shield, sir. Very good. All right, but, you know, that's not the big thing. Pretending to be superheroes is nothing. We got somebody here today who is an actual superhero. He's an American ninja. He's a former Pittsburgh Steeler. He is a University of Oregon duck forever. Anthony Trucks. Anthony, how you doing? I'm doing great. I I like the whole superhero reference. I'm digging that. Yeah, well, well I, I'm getting a Luke Cage vibe from you. Is that is that anywhere closer? What 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 you got over there? Uh, I don't know. I, I have to create my own name. I, I need to think of one. Maybe it's like Mister uh, Mister Awesome Toss. I don't know. We'll make something up. <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice. Well, I mean, oh my, you know, with the last name Trucks, you just got to go with the trucker. Oh, yeah, that that applies that on the field. One. Off the f- yeah, yeah, that's that's what we're talking about. The, tr- but- the truck stops here, man. The truck stops here. <laughs> well, yes. Chris, I got to interject here. I think I would go with the name Monster. Oh, Monster oh, Trucks! Monster Trucks! We got it. We got it. There you I, go. I, that that you can't went. be. You that went. can't be something you haven't heard, Anthony. That's is that something that you've heard before? I've heard a lot. I've heard tow trucks. It's endless, man. It's a unique last name that in and of itself doesn't fit, but it fits perfectly. Like, most people think it's a fake name when they see it. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I thought it was real. You know, to me, that goes right along with, with being a stealer. I was just like, yeah, that, that's, uh, that's, that's real right there. That's real. Yeah, it's well, not a linebacker name. It worked out for me. Yeah, totally, totally. So, but you know, the real, the real, real is uh, who you are on the inside and who you represent as you're going all across the country uh, doing what you do, and and that is the Lord Jesus Christ. So we definitely want to talk to you, you know, about how that has played out in your life and that type of thing. Now we're talking about the event, praise for the pros, uh, or from the pros, um, on, uh, or with the pros, I'm sorry, praise with the pros on July 11th, um, in Colorado Springs. And what we just want to know kind of what your approach is going to be. What are you going to bring to the table with praise with the pros? Oh man. I, uh, it's one of my favorite events I get to do with the whole, uh, with the whole pro football camp because I get a chance to go and be me. You know, like a lot of people see, the NFL guys, like just these, these figures, like, oh, they're football players. But it's a chance for them to see the human being behind the helmet. And I, I love going in and pretty much just, uh, for me, I guess, you know, open the veil, let people see my heart. Because uh, I think a lot of us human beings, we lack that connection to other people who have gone through or going through similar things. And that sometimes is the key to getting past heartaches, you know, and, and hardships that you have in life, either now or in the future. So I, I love being able to provide that. Um, just my testimony in terms of what I've experienced it and how I can hopefully help somebody else navigate those waters a little bit better. Awesome. Now, coming from Oregon, that's an established and respected football program. 
let me ask you, though, number one, Oregon is these days pretty much known not only for spectacular athletes, but also for offense or their offensive play. So you got that. And then also, you know, you're coming into the league. Have you ever felt like that? Did you ever feel like you were an underdog? Did you ever feel like, the, well, like things might be stacked against the odds for me, but my God is bigger? Yeah, man. I mean, that's, that is life. Uh, the unique part of the NFL is it's a difficult place to be. And honestly, I, I tell people NFL stands for not for long. Like you're in, <laughs> you're out pretty quick. And so, you know, I know there's a lot of times, in fact, there's one time where I, uh, I almost quit my rookie year with the Buccaneers. Uh, I was going through it, man. I, I was in, you know, Tampa. I didn't feel like I was welcome. I, I was, you know, dealing with, you know, training camp. It was horrible. Coaches didn't seem to like me. And I called my wife and I called my agent and I was like, hey, I'm, I'm quitting this thing. I'm going home. Everybody thought I was crazy. Uh, it was funny that I had this dog tag that I used to have around my neck that had my son's picture on it. I had a young son at the time. Uh, and so I remember I'd lost it during one of the practices. And uh, it was something like that that kind of, you know, was always like, on my mind. I remember I was about to say, go downstairs and quit. And I ran into a guy that, you know, is pretty much the, the player personnel guy. Helps you through the hardships. And he just happened to be at the right place at the right time. And I remember that, uh, that he took me aside and we had a conversation and it pretty much at the end of it was like, you know, who would your son see you as if later on in life you realized you quit? And it was just kind of unique, mm. like, you know, moment of like, man, I, I don't ever want that conversation. Uh, and mm -hmm. so I remember going, you know, back into it. The very next day I showed up at my locker and my dog tag that I'd lost was hanging on my locker because the guys who do all the field prep had found it. It was wow. one of those moments where I was like, man, God, God was there looking over me. In some way, like he put people in the right place at the right time, and and he kind of you know did what he does always. Yes, yes. Now, now you know, sports is a is a fertile ground we found for for people that are able to people being able to express their faith in Christ. You know, it's 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 pretty awesome that way. But you have crossed over into the the genre of television, you know, and so. How, being an American Ninja Warrior, how has your faith come into play? Is that something that, you know, you've been able to share while you're there, or how's that worked? Uh, you know, I, I think the way I've always lived my life professionally, even like at the NFL, I'm more of a, a live my life, and then when people wonder how I can be who I am, that's when I can interject with my, my faith. Uh, so Ninja Warrior thing in and of itself, like, that was a true accident. My wife, she, uh, she sneakingly signed me up without me knowing about it. And then, she, uh, and then she kind of like had me do the rest of the application. It panned out. It was one of those things where, you know, I didn't believe I was going to be capable of doing well. And actually when I was, you know, one of the guys top practice on the whole, you know, the whole first part of the season. So it panned out. But I think for me, one of the big things, I did not get a chance to go and reach more kids and more adults um, because I was on that, you know, that platform. Uh, and I get to share my faith. And I get to share my life experiences. And I think it was more so for me an opportunity to have another way into people's lives. Absolutely. Now, Rich, I'll let you jump in. I do have one, one question tailing off of that. It's clear in just talking to you a couple minutes before we started the podcast and in hearing more of your story now, it is clear that you have moxie. You have that, that thing, that special thing. There. Have you ever considered uh, like doing a little more acting and getting, getting an even bigger platform? I mean, what if, what if you got cast as a superhero in a Marvel film or something like that? Man, we the best Marvel film ever. It would be the, uh, the, the truck stop. I don't know what I would call it, but, you know, I, I don't know if it's something that uh, was naturally built with me or was environmental. I just know that growing up in foster care, 
like I've always kind of been against the, the, against the ropes. And it's always been part of my like internal voice to tell myself that there's more than what you were set out to be. And I, I feel like God's given me a ton of opportunities and I never want to squander one. And sometimes I feel that we in life are always given those same opportunities, but too many people, they mess it up. I think life and God is a great plan for us, but if, if we can't be who we're set out to be because we don't have the confidence, we don't have the desire to work, then we miss out on all that greatness and then later on wonder why life isn't so awesome. Mm-hmm. So I just I think for me that mockery comes from a desire to, to fulfill everything that was set out for me that I don't even know is down the line, and I just don't want to mess it up. And so the only way to not mess it up is to, to be confident in the, the path that I have set out for me, confident in my God who gives me the skill set to to achieve these things and then just keep on moving. Awesome. And Anthony, you mentioned earlier that you grew up in foster care just a few moments ago. Um, how come you didn't turn your back on God and blame God for that situation? Because a lot of people that face that kind of hardship can grow up yeah. to have a very negative view of God. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I don't know what I did. At one point, you have that thought. When you're a kid and you don't comprehend the world, you understand that there's, you know, a lot going on that, you know, it's not out of your control, and you're assuming that it's God that's supposed to do, you know, all this stuff. Why, why is this happening to me? And I've had my conversations with him, um, but I think there was a, a switch that clicked, and I couldn't tell you exactly when that moment was, but there's a moment when I realized that I was, I was put through everything I was put through because I, I was given a certain amount of, I just want to say, or uh, endurance to go through the problems and then have a heart to share it. So, like, my, my world now is, I, I honestly, every day I wake up, like, happy that I'm alive. I've, I've got three amazing kids, a beautiful wife, an amazing life. I have businesses I have created to give back to people, but none of it was because of me. It was solely because of the, the hardships that God gifted me with. That's a weird thing to think of, but I was, I was gifted with incredible hardships and my ability to get through them with his help um, created the man that I am today. And as much as I, I don't like a lot of the stuff that happened to me, I appreciate all of it. And I know that a lot of these things happen because other people are given free will. So I can't control, you know, and God can't control people's will when it's free. Uh, and on top of that, he, he's, I feel like he's put me in places because I was supposed to be there for the future men and women and kids I'll reach, you know, 15, 20, 30 years from now. So it's, it's weird, but I, I, I embrace. I embrace the crazy. I embrace the hardship. I embrace all these things with a smile sometimes because I know at the end of it, something great's going to blossom from it. Mm-hmm. How does it make you feel to know that you impact people on such a positive level every day? Man, I, uh, it's, it's honestly sometimes overwhelming. It's, it's a, you, know, you get into a situation where when I go home and I'm on my couch, I'm just dad. I'm, I'm husband. I'm hey, go close that door, go clean that the garage up. Like, I'm a dude. I'm just a regular <laughs> guy. But at the same time, uh, I think life, it, it, it's supposed to be lived with relationship, right? Not just always intimate, but friendship, a relationship with a business, a relationship with, you know, your barber, whoever it might be. And I feel like in those relationships are the moments that shift people's lives. It could be in passing. It could be over the years. Uh, but I, I love the fact that, that God's given me some, some skill sets and some mindsets that allow me to meet people and, and just in a small conversation or a simple, you know, expression or perspective I can give them, it changes everything for them. And that for me, it's honestly, it's, it's humbling, it's overwhelming. And I never in the back of my head think, oh, I'm an awesome, I'm an awesome guy. I'm the greatest. Honestly, I just, I think my God's greatest for giving mm-hmm. me that ability. 
Amen. That's awesome. Now, what is, Anthony, can you tell us, uh, just give us a summary of what Trust Your Hustle, what is Trust Your Hustle? Man, Trust Your Hustle is my motto, my life, my, uh, my everything in certain aspects. At the end of the day, Trust Your Hustle is a simple statement that means a lot to different people. I think what I say, the way I mean it is this, the world and a lot of people in this, this materialistic world are always telling us something's missing. You've got to have X and Y to get Z, and if you don't have that, you're not great enough. You have a nice car, you have a nice house, you know, all these things, there's something wrong with you. And the reality is, I, I don't believe that anything's missing. I think we're just not trusting that we already have it, because trust is an internal thing. And so trust your hustle essentially says, hey, if you want something great, something big for your life, you got to hustle for it. you got to work. But you got to trust that you got what you need inside. That's it. Like, start with what you have, trust your ability to keep pushing, and you'll start gathering more and more along the way. So... Trust your hustle is the key to success in every aspect of your life. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Uh, Anthony Trucks is an accomplished speaker. You can find him at anthonytrucks.com, and you can also find him on Twitter at Anthony Trucks. This is his name. And also Instagram at Anthony Trucks. So, and even, even Facebook. Yeah. Look his name up, Anthony Trucks. I, you know, that's just... That name just rolls off your tongue. You can just say that a lot. Anthony Trucks. You just walk out on the street and say, Anthony Trucks. Just saying it to people because it My rolls off. Do. My kids never stop. <laughs> That's great. You know, I do want to ask you, though, when it comes to your kids, so that is such an important thing. This will be my last question. That, that is such an important thing, what you said about um, embracing the hardship that you were presented with, the table that you were presented with in your life, you embrace it, and because of that, you really gain from it. Now, your kids, yeah. they're benefiting from your presence as a father who is aware of Christ and aware of direction that they need to go, and you're applying that, you and your wife. Now, how do you, but how do you, how do you get your kids to embrace hardship as well? Do you, how does that work for you? <laughs> For me, it's uh, I, I actively try and make their day suck. It sounds weird, sounds odd, but what sucks for them doesn't suck for the next person. So for them, it's like, hey, clean your room and make your bed every morning. Go pull weeds when the weeds are high. Go take care of your little chores. Uh, I think for me, the biggest thing is I, I'm scared that sometimes my kids don't have enough hardship in, the, in their life now, so later on in life it'll be more difficult. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I can put I can safely put them in difficult situations that are difficult to them. It's all relative. And so for me, I, I actively try to make them get to those points where they really just are, like they've hit their limit, they're frustrated, they're tired, they don't want to do something, and I make them do it. But then afterwards, I have a conversation so they understand why. I attach an emotion to a concept as to the reasoning behind it to finally teach my lesson. Because lessons are never, you know, simply always grabbed with just words. They're, they're, they're emotional. And if you can mm -hmm. tie an emotional base to a lesson, that's when it sinks in. And so for me and my kids, I mean, we have a great kind of fun, a lot of cool things I never thought I would do myself. I get to present to them, and it's, it's awesome to do that. But at mm -hmm. the same time, if I don't make them work for certain stuff and don't make it hard, they'll lack complete appreciation for it, and their life later on will be nothing like it is now. Mm -hmm. That's right. Really nice. Really nice. Oh, wow. This is, unfortunately, we don't, we don't have a lot more time because this is all good. This is good. Anthony Trucks, professional speaker, author, entrepreneur, athlete, superhero. I mean, we've got to add that in there somewhere. But uh, we, we, are, we are blessed to have you. And what we want to do, 
you know, since we, we have the freedom to do it, is we want to uh, pray for you as we uh, end, our, end our podcast here, if that's all right. Please do. Okay, Rich, you, you open, I close. All right, Chris. Lord God, we ask that you bless Anthony in all of his endeavors, Lord God, to reach people, to touch people's hearts, to change people's emotions toward you, Lord God, and to look to you as the only source of fulfillment and to use every tool in his toolbox to be a superhero in someone's life, Lord God. We pray all these things in Jesus' name. Yes, Father. You know, it is clear that your son, Anthony, is, he, he has found, as Paul did, the secret of contentment. I can do, and really, I can endure all things through Christ who strengthens me. That, 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 that message is, is, is oozing out of this man. So I pray that everybody he encounters at the Praise with the Pros events, at any event that he goes to, speaking about adoption, uh, speaking about life in general, trust your hustle, whatever, that everybody gets that message, that it's, it's really the trust that he gained in you, uh, Lord, that propels him, and it's so powerful. So thank you for him and his ministry. I speak a, a, a blessing on him and his family and his kids. Lord, may they get that same message, Lord, about you that he did, and his wife too, Lord. Will you bless her and take care of her? Thank you for everything you're doing. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Uh, Thunder Sports Network is with... Anthony Trucks, I, I'm still going to, I still like Monster Trucks, Anthony Monster Trucks here on Thunder Sports Network. You can find him at anthonytrucks.com. You can find him by just putting his name after the, uh, after the uh, at symbol, uh, wherever you go, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Facebook. He will be at Praise of the Pros, so check him out. Thank you so much for joining us, Anthony. Very welcome. Thank you for having me. Okay. Rich, I tell you what, man, these guys, they, they never stop being awesome. Anthony Another Trucks, excellent conversation. Thunder Sports Network, folks. You can uh, find us on Twitter as well, uh, thundersportsnetwork.com. We have a book, Thunder Sports Network, how a comment and a cripple wound up on the sideline of the Super, which tells about some so us, us trusting our hustle as well and what God did with yeah. that. So check it out, folks. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Again, Anthony Trucks. This dynamic man will be uh, at the Praise with the Pros event in Colorado Springs on July 11th, so make sure you check him out. For Rich Hawson, this is Chris Brown saying God bless, be strong, be of good courage.